All right, let me give you a quick recap of where we are for Vanquished Volume 1. So, four days ago, a group of unfortunate souls were kidnapped on their way to a supposedly secret meetup to activate their latent Psyot powers. Uh, they discovered this meeting through the dark web, friends, and social media groups. It was unclear at first if the people who kidnapped them worked for the government, or were part of some hate group, or just incompetent idiots. Uh, they were taken to a secret facility somewhere in the desert where it was revealed that a man named Simon had brought them there in secret to keep them from being picked up by federal agents. Now Noah, who had been working for Simon, was upset to see that the plans had changed and that the kids had been brought to the facility without her knowledge. Noah and Simon, uh, unbeknownst to the kids, worked for a man named Solomon. Simon, against Noah and Solomon's will, decided to take matters into his own hands and activate the young Syots in his facility. Now, a young woman named Karen stepped up to volunteer to go through the extremely dangerous activation process first. Karen somehow survived the activation, but remained unconscious for what happened next. DK, the headstrong leader type in the group, tried to disarm one of Simon's men, which resulted in one of the young men, Jay, being shot right in the neck. Uh, the gun wound sent Jay's adrenaline pumping, causing an extreme reaction with his latent psyop powers. His body began lifting into the air, emitting this green energy that itemized all non-latent psyops in the immediate area. Just poof, poof, they're gone. One of the captives, Jason Bean, reached out to bring Jay down in a heroic effort. Uh, death surrounded the entire room, and only a select few remained. The young teenage girl, Dot, who now seemed to possess the ability to turn into water, uh, DK, who controlled the ability of, or who now has like density control abilities, Jason, who appears to have impenetrable skin, Jim, who the group later finds out could emit a powerful beam of light, Noah, the telepath who worked for Simon, and Karen, who can now conjure strange drawings to life for a brief period of time. Uh, the young man that activated them, Jay, seems to have the most understood powers in the group and probably the most deadly, as a trail of death follows that dude wherever they go. After defeating Simon's goon and discovering all the vehicles they arrived in had been destroyed by some unknown entity, I'm sure that won't come back to haunt them, uh, they found their way out of the back of the facility and traveled through the desert until they came across an eccentric man covered in gold and fur going by the name Dumoko. Dumoko seemed to know of their arrival and possesses some sort of precognition ability. He was traveling with a large wolf that may or may not be the world's most powerful supervillain. With no other options, the group agreed to follow Dumoko's lead and head towards Vegas in a custom-built RV that would conceal their powers from interested parties. Or at least, that's what Dumoko has told them. Uh, along the way, Jason seemed to react extremely negative, uh, negative to Jay's powers and became extremely ill. Uh, Jim agreed to stay behind with him in, uh, in the desert and wait for an ambulance to arrive while the rest of the group traveled on. They made their way to Vegas to meet with Jin Below Zero, but not without using their powers first to steal a large amount of money from a smaller casino. Jin sought the group out, and she had been instructed by Dumoko that a group of mercenaries had been sent to help her recover something that had been lost to her. To her surprise, and that of the group, Dumoko sent them uh, to be those mercenaries. They still have no idea why. Unsure of Jin's motives, the group reacted defensively upon entering her casino, and the stress kicked off Jay's powers, causing 50 elderly people to drop dead on the spot. Despite the unfortunate loss of civilian life, Jin, who the group discovered to be a reality warper, decided she had no other option but to send them on the mission she had originally planned for a more capable group.
She sent the group consisting of Jay, Noah, DK, Dot, and Karen to a casino outside of town to retrieve a small child named Rose from the casino owner, Alduin. So the group decided that the best way into the casino was to impersonate a Rastafarian hip-hop group known as the Z-Boys. Once on stage, DK proclaimed to the world that they were known as the Power Group. And somehow he happened to slay the mic, and their performance went viral, and has now tied them to the events that unfolded immediately afterwards. So while trying to retrieve the girl, they encountered a possessed man named Jabberwockied, who nearly destroyed the group and brought down half of the, yeah, at least half of the casino around them in the process. They barely escaped with their lives, and the young girl Rose, who actually has the power to depower psyot abilities. Uh, they were not able to make it very far because they ran into another henchman of Alduin trying to reobtain the girl known as Headless Seven. Jim Below Zero met them on the freeway and helped them uh, get back to the casino safely. Jim's casino acts as a sanctuary for all Psyots in the area seeking refugee from the persecution of Norms, or non-Psyots. Grateful of their services, she uh, sent two of her most trusted men, Infinity Fist and Ron Solo, to help escort them safely back towards California. The group has decided to take Dot home. They agreed that they may have wanted the powers and a change in their life, but Dot didn't. And she deserves to live the life she once lived and finish high school like a normal child. And I'm sure her family will welcome her back with open arms now that she has made the national news as a wanted terrorist. So what can you do?